Hey Harvest, we're continuing in our study of James. Uh, this week we are finishing up chapter 4 and he's looking at something that he calls evil. He's calling something to our attention that I think that if, you know, when you first look at it, you're going to think, man, that does not seem evil to me. And when I was looking at this, I was really racking my head thinking like, man, he uses some really strong language to describe what seems like just some external behavior that it's, it's a little bit shocking. But I, as you dig into it a little bit more than you understand it, I think it starts to make sense of why the sin that he's calling out here is particularly evil. So again, we got James chapter 4. Uh, verses 13 through 17. I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. He says, Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Okay, so that doesn't seem that unusual. And those are the kinds of things that any kind of business person is going to say. You know, when you're, you're planning your life, you know, I'm, I'm about to go on vacation with my family. You know, we've been planning this vacation for a long time. We make these kinds of every day or very frequently. He goes on and says, yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. That, again, really strong language there. And he and just as a, as a note on that final verse, um, this is a very similar verse. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. It's exactly the same idea that we've been seeing over and over where James talks about this idea of like, hey, if you believe this, the proof in that is that you actually obey it. You know, earlier he said, if, if, don't just be a hearer of the word from God, but be a doer of the word from God. So why is it though that this kind of talk, like because you know we you've probably heard people say things like, hey, I'll plan to be at your house next week if the Lord wills, you know, or if 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 God allows, here are my plans. Why is it so significant? Now I think it's important for us to realize that I don't think he's saying that we just got to make sure we're saying certain things. Because I think that if we're saying, if we're adding as the Lord wills to any kind of future statement we make, that isn't necessarily enough. We have to really believe that. And I think what he's getting at here and what really convicts me personally on it is how much of my planning and how much of my life I'm considering just for myself and for my little kingdom. In other words, I am uh, working at my job, I'm working in my home, I'm working in my family, my relationships, everything that I'm doing oftentimes is all centered around me and my little kingdom. It's not about God's kingdom. Because look what he says, he calls us out in verse 14. You do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? 
for you are a mist that appears for a little time then vanishes. It's like the wave that crashes in the ocean and there's wind and you have a sea mist that comes out up and it's there for just a moment and then it's gone. That is the reality of our lives. Now, from our perspective, it seems like a big deal, but if you take a perspective back from eternity and look at our little life and look at our little kingdoms, it is a mist next to eternity, next to the world, next to all of the universe, next to all of time. So why would I be investing in something that's so insignificant like sea mist when I have the opportunity to live my life for the kingdom of God. And let me just end with this one uh, important verse that you guys have all heard and seen so many times. Jesus encourages us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. That should be the priority of our life. That is where we need to be working because again, my life in my kingdom versus the significance and the eternal value of God's kingdom. And as a child of God, I am a part of his kingdom. I am a co-heir with Christ. I'm like a, a prince in the kingdom of God. That's where I need to be investing in, in, in making my plan. So when, when you're thinking about your work, your business, your family, all of those kinds of things. It is completely appropriate and good to plan and work for the future. But is that submitted to God, realizing that it really is His, and God, I'm making my plans, but you're the one that's going to fulfill and do what you want, God. Not my will be done in heaven as it is in my heart, but Lord, your will be done on earth in my life as it is in heaven.